We are back with Sunday Scotch Sessions special version. Well, actually, we're just going to call it Scotch Sessions, I think, from here on in, because it's not a Sunday. Uh, and our guest is already complaining about his audio in his ears. Changing the brand. We've got to wiggle do you want, do you want to hear more? Oh, yeah, can you hear can more there? That's very nice. I can hear nice. myself. That's what's most important. So our special guest today for the Scotch Sessions, revisiting uh, a, a period of time throughout this uh, Scotch Session, apparently, we're going to be told more about this later, is Dylan Farrell. And uh, Who's that? Yeah, and I'll just introduce you first. All hey? oh, right. So the douchebag sitting to my left here, who jumps in early because he gets drunk off about one and a half drinks, is John Maloney, who it's was really strong. a guest uh, a couple of Scotch <laughs> sessions back. And Pete uh, is away, so Joel is going to come in here and try and act. Hey, as Pete, I'm going well. Hi, 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 hi. And be you, uh, and be very racist and inappropriate. And you don't have to sit that close there, Joel. You kind of smell so nice. I know you want to. You want to smell that. <laughs> Except for those ice cubes. Smell like man. So, Dylan, what can we expect today, buddy? Well, um, you've given me the, uh, an impossible task, which is to come up with ten tracks that somehow tell you about who I am and what I've experienced in my life. And uh, I, most people around, my friends here in Australia, don't know that before I got here, I was a musician and I used to play where music was like every single day, every single thing I did was a part of the air. You know I mean, so, so I, you know, I was thinking about it. I mean, 10, 10 tracks. I could do 10 tracks of just black Sabbath. I could do 10 tracks of tool. I could do 10 tracks of Bjork. It's, what it's about just, good music. Do you yeah. Have any 10 in, in terms of good music, good I don't have any. Stuff? So, so I decided what I would do is, is, uh, pick a year that was the most influential in my life. And, uh, so Which I'm, I'm going to take the summer of 93 and go wow. through till the summer of 94. We're going to run into the winter in just 95. Yeah. So it was right around when Britney Spears was starting to get some hair on her crotch. But uh it's about the, ten years before Joel. Yeah. So many, many years before Joel. Oh easy on the stomp on the ground there. So so um I've uh so to set the landscape, I'm from from New York, in case you haven't heard my wonderful sexy accent. And um so nineteen ninety three, what was going on? I don't know. The murder rate in New York was about two thousand a year. Uh, Wu-Tang was just out, uh, Lollapalooza had launched off for the first time the year before. Um, there was some, so first time I think in the world since the sort of 70s where there was some weird fucking music that was in the pop charts. And that's where we're going to start. I'm going to start with what was topping the chart right around then, outside of the obvious bullshit, which I had nothing to do with. Um, All right. Well, unfortunately. Should we uh, boot it off? We're going to kick it off with how many tracks here are you going to start? So we're going to kick off with three tracks, and I figured I'd start with the headliner of Lollapalooza that year, uh, along with the bottom liner of the main stage. So we're going to go top and bottom of the main stage just to set the mood, and then I'm going to set a mood from a period of my life, which we'll talk about a little later, uh, with a third track. They'll be pretty swift and brief, these three tracks, so don't All get right. nervous. Let's up. Not to be confused with feeling jacket, feeling very 
freedom from the pain in my home. Hatred passed on, passed on, passed on. A world of violent rage, but it's one that I can recognize. Having never seen the color of my father's eyes. Yes, I dwell in hell, but it's a hell that I can grip. I tried to grip my family, but I slipped. Escape from the pain in an existence mundane. I got a nine, a sign, a set, and now I got a name. Read my writing on the wall. No one's here to catch me when I fall. Death is on my side. Suicide. Father's eyes. Yes, I dwell in hell, but it's a hell that I can grip. I tried to grip my family, but I slipped to escape from the pain in an existence mundane. I got a nine, a sign, a set, and now I got a name.
track was just for Joel so specifically. Good. He loved, he loved yeah. the cure, Jolly. I do. I feel like cutting myself. Well, what, what I wanted to do is put out there the, uh, the mass contradictions that were happening in the 1990s. I think it's the birth of everybody being into anything and deciding who they are moment by moment rather than defining themselves by some sort of specific genre and you can see how that's carried into nowadays that you know uh, is justin timberlake a rapper a girl a, a stripper i don't know what the fuck he is uh, anymore he's awesome in yeah story, so exactly that's it and he's so, dressed by industry obviously yeah like job yeah so so these tracks are important to me for two reasons uh one of them is that uh i had a it was my first moment with my mom i had a like a fucked up teenage years where we fought a lot and all sorts of shit was happening for various reasons. We, it's not a psych session, so I'm not going to get into all that. It's a scotch session. Yeah, it's a scotch Same session, not, not a quack Comes session. But um, 
I had uh, I was in summer school because uh, I failed the class and sh- and I was gonna miss this Lollapalooza concert because all my friends went there. You have to drive upstate and blah blah blah. Yeah. And after I got out of summer school, she offered to drive me up to this concert. I'm an 18 year old going to this thing. I look like I've just crawled out of a fucking sewer, and um, I hadn't been to- like on talking terms with them for you know since I was like 14. Oh and, really? Um, so. She offered to drive me up to this thing. It's, this isn't a small deal. It's like a two and a half hour drive up there. She drops me off up there, and then she just drove back on her own. This this was like, well, this never happened in our relationship. So uh, I went up there, and I went to this concert. I got really fucking high, and I broke my arm dancing to Tool, um, which shows I shouldn't have gone in the first place. But the point is, is that she got me up there, and uh, I thought what it was, was pretty. What motivation? Was, do you think? I, I don't know. It's like I think she knew. Like she's from the '60s and all that shit. And you know, she she was on her way to Woodstock, and the car broke down. I, I guess she thought that this was sort of like my moment in time. Yeah, your turn. So I thought it was. You I, never asked her. And we haven't talked about it. That's honestly. amazing. Yeah, we haven't. We never talked about it. But I thought about it a yeah. lot, and I thought that uh, that was what really important important moment in my life. Sort of a turning point with my folks. Even though we had a fucked up relationship still for like another five some odd years after that. But it was we just. Edge, we turned the corner. By the way, that silence was me yeah. making making a hand symbol. You guys yeah, can't see sorry, that. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. So, hand um, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll add that into the edit. Um, hand single yeah. insert. Insert yeah. hand. Single. The third track, which That's is the third. cure, is um, I my high school sweetheart died the year before, and uh, she had meningitis, spinal meningitis, oh. and she died. And that was totally like that was a big thing in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> spinal meningitis was huge in the nineties. Was it? I don't even. <laughs> Maloney, so, you are so not coming no, back to host. It's, it's, <laughs> it was, it's called it was tact. huge, man. Everyone had it. Everyone. So, <laughs> that's why he played the cure. Now you're thinking you're thinking of a fungal infection that you had. <laughs> that's not meningitis. <laughs> so, but one of the oh one of the it, it, one of the cute up stories in my head is uh, is is Peter, my, where the, are you? I guess my landmark moment with her was going to the Cure concert. Wish. Um, because I won't say that she was just into the cure. I was into the cure too. So Joel, you can give me a hard time all you want about it. Um, no. But uh, so um, and while we were at the concert, we we drove out to go get some beers because everyone ran out of drinks, and we crashed. She crashed the car. I couldn't drive because I was fucking wasted. Um, she was, thought she was soberish, and she ended up crashing her friend's car in, in this accident. And uh, so so months later, she ended up dying, and her mom found a shoebox full of cash. Whoa. Where she was saving the money to give back to her friend to uh, pay for the car, and oh. she, so her mom asked me what this cash was about and what this was all. It had the girl's you said name. That's for my it. pot collection. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> she, you know, she's like, you know, you know, my daughter's got cash in a shoebox. You know, you know anything about this? And so I don't know. It's just the cure is a landmark for me in that sense. Milestone. So, yeah, milestone. Yeah, yeah. So cure's third one. First wow. one was Primus. So the first one was Primus, and as I said, they headlined headlined Lollapalooza. And what I th- they what, headlined? Yeah, they did, man. Go figure, right? Yeah. Like, so that was of, it, is that song off. Uh, what song was that one? That was My Name Is Mud. It's off of Pork Soda. Pork Soda. Yeah. So that's that's the before Selling the Caesar Cheese. Yeah, that's right after Caesar oh, Cheese was ninety two. This was ninety. I think it came out in ninety four. But either way, man, um, Les Claypool, amazing, yeah, killer, man. Probably the best uh, bass guitarist of the rock. Yeah, genre. I've seen him now, like play like years later with Buckethead, the guy who I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah, do Buckethead, you guys know Buckethead here? Who played with Guns N' Roses? Yeah, so he's got like a, he wears a KFC bucket on his head with eyeballs cut out, he's and like, he, he plays so. like these insane guitar solos while he's doing nunchucks. Yeah. Uh, like it's just it's like he's what, what the fuck is <laughs> I that? Know. And he wears a KFC bucket. 
So one of the interesting things about the 90s is in, in, in the year 2000, uh, William Picard, who was this drug chemist, he was making LSD. He got busted uh, in the year 2000, right in the beginning of 2000. And the rate of LSD on the streets dropped 90% across the globe. And um, what ended up happening is I, I really think is because psychedelic drugs were so available through the really? 90s that that's why you get this like some really bizarre music happening and it actually sort of finding its way somehow like you know Primus was playing on Jay Leno I mean it's it was just like just imagine that nowadays yeah. Like, yeah, imagine that first track though, playing like, on Jay Leno or whatever the fuck how bizarre would that be I, I think also there was a big period there where in the 80s it was very segregated between electronic rock yeah punk pop you know and then all of a sudden 90s people start going Ooh, I might add this, get that rapper to play with my rock band. And you're like, ooh, hang on. No, rap, rap and rock doesn't go together. You know, that's when we talk about the Run DMC stuff, uh, as we talked about before. Yeah. And well, that very 90s was that. that's, that, It's funny that you say, because we don't talk about this before this is happening. That's, that's exactly where I'm heading into the next tracks. I mean, we don't need to segue yet unless you want. You're in control. But, but so I'm, I'm going to start saying, okay, well, let's check this out. Like, well, what's happening now with other genres of music? So not, there's a shit, you, you know, you go and you, you paint your hair pink. You know, but but like some of the other tracks, what's happening in the underground and how these people are starting to like just take electronica and rap and like the exactly. idea of punk and mix them together. I always and felt like, like Paul McCartney out. and Michael Jackson really paved the way for that yeah, collaboration. Ab- absolutely, just two totally Absol- different genres absolutely. coming together. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they really pushed it. Just yeah. impressive stuff. Have you ever seen the one where uh, they have the Saturday Night Live thing where they have Frank Sinatra and Stevie Wonder? They like uh, Joe Piscopo's Frank Sinatra and Stevie Wonder is played by Eddie Murphy, and they they're going to do an Ebony and Ivory version of their own. <laughs> Dude, look this shit. I'm going to look it's, that up. It's, it's it's pretty funny. I'm going to look that up. So and second track. And that so it's uh, like Stevie Wonder's like, I am black and you are white, and then Sinatra comes in. He's like, you're as blind as a bat, and I've got sight. <laughs> side by side, you are my amigo, Negro. Let's not fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's the funniest shit in the world, man. So yeah, you're oh you're God. completely right. Paul That's McCartney awesome. and Michael right. Jackson and, paved and, the way for Primus. So for those of you wondering, there's three tracks we had: Primus, um, I Am Mud. Second track was Rage Against Machine. Rage Against Machine. Uh, settle for nothing. Settle for nothing. Later. Um, Cure Wish. Uh, Cure. That high is the name of the song off of Wish. Cure is high. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go three more, and then you can tell us that next part of the journey. All right, man. You got it. We're gonna go down. Right. Oh, that was that was that was up. Yeah, oh my God. we're going down. And we're going uh, we're going across the seas. We're gonna go across an ocean right now. Oh, I feel good. I feel something coming. Sure. Oh, is that you, Joey? <laughs> Small. Thank you. 
graveyard chamber. Danger, 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 danger. Enter the graveyard chamber. Danger, danger, stranger, this major. Enter the graveyard chamber. Alone. The night is dark, you feel fear. You're lost, cold, and confused. But I'm in prayers, afraid of a beast that stalked the earth. You're bringing the Jesus across the world. <laughs> I've seen you tight before. You read all the laws, but scared to go to war. Timid and frail, wide faith got you east. You're stoning the truth and adorn your beliefs. Are you aware, son? There's nowhere to hide, nowhere to run. When we come with the dangerous tongues, I'm out of control like young kids with guns. Words distort in the murderous thoughts. My profile is nasty as maggots and pork. I'm dark and damp enough to rust ants with the jaws of a vampire for a rusty clan. Danger, 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 danger. It's the graveyard chamber. I'll be the Bushwick Dutch master rapper. I love black women and I hate fucking crackers. Check me out. My breath stink cause I smoke skunk, punk. Every day of the month in a Dutch master fucking blunt. Bust the cliche. Niggas talking he say, she say. About me, you bitch ass niggas. Y'all not ass, y'all titty. Y'all style is shitty. How dare you try to represent New York fucking city. I've been down since BBDs and do-rags. Shell tops and shag. I was a little badass with regular and tray bags. Always trying to get shit I never had. Cause times is bad like luck. That's why I don't give a fuck. I Dig up my nose and my butt on the bus or the train. This is for niggas walking in the rain, listening to they walk main, talking the New York fucking slang. Danger, 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 It's the graveyard chamber. In the streets of New York, bullshit walk, cream talks. I be the giant on the top of your beanstalk, waving iron flags, dagging crap niggas with bloody rags, holding fat bags, taking heavy drags. Then I add more shells to the mags. Shots going off, you getting caught like tags. The diamond crystal, I'll be ripping up your flesh tissue. They have my pit bull rocking all your bone bristles. Casting shadows on every battle. Unravel words like Scrabble. Drag your brain through the gravel. At the speed of sound around travel. Allow me to dabble with a flow that's infallible. Maintain your order, cause once I slaughter, I destroy the whole city. They sound of Gamora or Babylon. I'm running shit like a marathon. Niggas wanting done with a set like Frank Avalon. Shabazz is here to cause panic. Another fucking madman born to the planet Sending niggas to the pearly gates I'm psyched out, I got screws loose like Norman Bates Shoot shit up like it's a gallery Blowing snakes' heads off to earn me a salary Devil's choke from the gun smoke Once I'm provoked, I shove a fifth bone down your throat And let you taste the steel Another body unidentified, shit from the potter's field Your punk ass will get out drum it I'm swelling devil's melon for my man Fart Muhammad Get a crew and try to surround me And one by one I light y'all up and send your asses to Kings County Sort of a morgue supplier You want a nigga bang? Fuck Spencer, fast for Make hire room, the masculine gatekeeper Kicks the spits in a terrified form to keep you warm, you're tensed up Niggas get rinsed up on a rock Licks a whiplash, bodies to get smashed So let the bound cannon blow and erupt destruction Dripped on, niggas is getting flipped on You ain't coming after ya I, I only got half of ya Other part frozen Alaska Wild to find the feats of high beam Ghost of a drug fiend On physical dreams I breathe steam Thoughts of brutonic, the chronic scripture Angles and riches, I get ya Yo, I smash like a comic Punish the drain ya Ain't the danger, ain't the danger I stalk the face like a leopard The microphone shepherd And speaking parables one or two Catch it The brain counselor Track fertilizer The fertilizer You never heard of wiser I open heads like the archives Allow me to explain my brain in the dark side I strike your beam and watch it 
gleam. I'm solar, steadfast, patient like Noah. The rap sights be the enlightener. Prey upon the weak, the strong, I'm the sniper. And like that ass, like gasoline. I dig through your chest like a jar of Vaseline. I leave your brain regurgitating, cramping, until your rhymes are evaporating. I clip up a nigga's thoughts with a pool of zodiac signs, and I slowly attack the mind. The killer priest will bend your ideas. I see you crying fear. There's no surviving here. Danger,
we're on. Happy days. Happy days indeed. Well, it wasn't that happy. It sounded like a bit some pretty droney, depressive times there in Ireland from what I, what I was hearing there, Dill. Yeah. It well, rains a lot over there, I've heard. Well, we were, we were talking, you know, we try not to talk about these tracks while they're playing, but Stu and I were outside. I just walked out of the room, so I have no idea what's been going on. Tell me yeah. that. You didn't find a blade, obviously. Just... Yeah. Well, I figured you would the, you'd be into the Gravediggers. I thought that would I thought that, that would really hit good. a cue with you. Yeah. But uh, the other two, I figured Joel could give or take. But uh, the, the, my bloody Valentine was a I nod to Stu's Scottish days. But uh, and I honestly think that's probably the most forward-looking music that was happening at that time, uh, for my money, personally. So what year? I still what people. Year is this I, now? St- I still think people haven't figured out the depth of that album and how deep it runs and its influence on electronica right now in terms of all the death because you know you go to m83 m83 the the number one influence he Mm. said was my bloody there you go and then m83 influences how many acts from there yeah and how far does that travel it's so i don't know it's a it's interesting i would say that it's it's that's not an underrated album but it it is underrated for how Aware people should be of that music in 1992, either way, for my for my call, and that's so, actually cheating. It's a 1992 was the release, but that was, was still say, catching in '93. So I'm I'm spreading, I'm spreading the timeline a little bit in there. Artistic license there, and I'm gonna spread the timeline a little bit more as we go into the next tracks because one of the next tracks is gonna be released in '98, but it was being recorded since '93. So I, uh, you know. <laughs> That's, but, a, that's a long track. Oh, it is. Is that, is long. that the one that it is was going to be? It's actually uh, one of uh, Justin Broderick's projects, who was in Godflesh, and who was also then he's now in Jesu, and uh, and you know he's done everything. He was he, he was working with John Zorn and Painkiller and all sorts of stuff, but uh, but but we'll get into that later. So the three tracks. We'll put right? the Wikipedia so, links so what, for our what, listeners. So tell to me the research that. So what was the first track? Yeah, well, no one's going to know. Yeah, give everyone someone well, something yeah, to well, think well, about. Well, so, what was the track by uh, Grave Diggers? I just want to get the name of that one for it. So, that was uh, Off Six Feet Deep, and I believe that was Graveyard Chamber. I Graveyard check, Chamber. Yes, it is. And then we uh, had Portishead to start off, which, uh, again, in terms of the trip-hop Beautiful. genre moving forward, into, moving into the forefront, uh, that was Strangers. Uh, I had to grab some Portishead just because I, I really wasn't big into Portishead, but it was playing everywhere. Uh, in in the circles I was traveling in, it was just that was like when you were having a drink and everything was chill, and there were girls around. That music it was, was the playing. Craig David of '93. What's that? The Craig oh, David. Craig David. It, yeah, it, it was it was it was sort of the Jay Z of 1993. Let's say you have to bring it down so far, so far. <laughs> that was it's in all every shop I went into. In '96, '97, mate, Craig David was everywhere. <laughs> that motherfucker killed it. <laughs> on same that. circles different time different country same thing well anyway on that note I don't even know who Gray Davis is <laughs> classic uh, if Jeff exactly Bar- if Jeff Barrow off, <laughs> talk to me no I want to learn about this Ever this, this is a two way program man. what are we talking about seven days brother just google that shit <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look to help do I really need to google this or <laughs> exactly. am I, am I gonna be very disappointed Dylan, Dylan, you hate please. me you hate me let's just avoid that yeah and, um, <laughs> don't waste your time let's, uh, let's talk about our sponsors again by the way yeah <laughs> Who are our sponsors again? So, Boona Haben Scotch. Roger David. <laughs> Roger David? Is that what you're wearing? <laughs> My lord. You've moved on from politics? <laughs> Pish posh. 
All right, on that note, let's have some more tunes here, Dylan. Well, no, 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 no. Shut we got we got to talk about Gravediggers quick because yeah. what was happening in 1993 yeah. is Wu Tang right. came out with uh, what was it? Uh, 32, 30, 36 chambers. Yeah, whatever. 32 yeah. chambers, right? Whatever. So um, don't forget the other four chambers. They were great. Yeah. <laughs> so they were the lost chambers. So uh, Rizza was always he's always working on side projects, yep. and this one in this side project he's the resurrector, and this is more of the um, the dark side of Wu Tang, if if you can even say that. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's what I like. Um, and uh, sort of relating over to like more of what was happening in terms of the hardcore scene in New York, because there was a lot of really uh, dark, but you can't call it metal, you'd call it street, you know, just I would just call it street. You're right, like 36 Chains was really raw and crazy, yeah, 30, but even Gravediggers yeah. was even another step backwards, yeah, you know, in a way, like it was much more hardcore and crazy. And, and the second verse, feel, if, yeah. the rapper in the second verse is talking about Fort Greene, which is where I was living at the time when that was recorded. Yeah, which is uh, which I, th- I found. Oh, no, that's the third. That was Rizzo was talking about. Uh, was talking about Fort Greene. But so either tell way, me, yeah. so tell me, Dil. Yeah. Um, so one of the big things that just sort of seemed to take place in the nineties was that uh, the African American population actually started to embrace rock. Yeah. Right. Like we had groups like Living Color. Yeah. And uh, Bad Color, Brains. Living man. That and, was, yeah. Uh, just start to come forth. That's funny that you bring up Living Color because that was actually one of the first rock bands I, I actually that, really was into when I that because I that was hitting. I was about seventh grade or something like that when Living Color. Uh, so, so was that you was made that, it seventh grade? Good on yeah. good on Dill. Yeah. Oh, he's certificate at home. That's good. Yeah. It's up on the wall in uh, in yeah. the work, isn't it? Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, you but you know it's funny because Vernon Reed and and uh, Vernon Reed and uh, Corey Glover from Living Color they were all coming out of Bad Brains which was in New yeah, York so right Bad now Brains, which is the Living early Color. punk scene which became all sorts all sorts of layers coming out of that um, and you know Vernon Reed was playing with Jack DeJanette who was you know uh, with Miles Davis I think it was on Kind of Blue or something like that you know just like just layers just c- coming over because that other. was the weird thing right because you had jazz like a lot of the the uh, african-american jazz scene was lending itself towards progressing to rock yeah. but then there was sort of like a 10-year gap there where they just decided they weren't going to become rock right you heard the drums from these jazz guys hmm. you heard the crazy miles davis trumpet and you're like oh they're going to it's going to explode with african-american rock but it just didn't happen well there's a documentary on fishbone i forgot what it's everyday sunshine yes. you know what a, what a crazy documentary that he was like right at the like the the cliff the coal face of being like a huge band and like it just never connected never connected and he just kept pushing but it never it just never connected people stopped caring I still would be happy with the amount of success that Fishbone had yeah. they weren't exactly bad right. have you seen the whole documentary no I haven't it's, it's, it's a little bit sad as it I'll goes write that on down. you hold on too tight man your arms fall off <laughs> it's <laughs> just like note. the circulation stops it just gets gangrenous on the wrists have you, you know, experienced this? <laughs> that's, that's sort of poetic, isn't it? It is, it is. We can and, try and that. When can... it, coming off of Grey Diggers, I think that's very poetic, actually. Yeah. So, see, I'm, I'm getting inspired. Joel's confused. I'm getting inspired. I'm looking at the ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I that's, hate this music. That's about all you I'm can... looking at the view. I fucking hate all you right. guys. I get to be somewhere real quick. I'm trying to make this short. So now this is the, the next two tracks that we'll talk about them afterwards. These are the two closest to what Joel will be into. And really? actually... Um, usually we talk about the names of the tracks afterwards. Is that yeah. how it yeah, works? Yeah, too? yeah. You can throw on one beforehand. Let's well, break, let's one break of them's going to be the orb, oh, which yes. um, sorry, I just get excited. Which I was talking with Joel, and he said he had never heard of the orb because he said, yeah. "Is there anything?" We were talking. I said, "Is there anything yeah. you're going to like?" And he's like, "Well, I said, he turned I that off like and never lived with him." And it's, I think it's amazing. Was Marky Mark in that? Marky, I think Marky Mark. Marky was Mark started and the, the orb. funky orbs. Yeah, I think it was the name of the band, right? Marky Morgs. It was the Marky Morgs, and it turned into the orbs. 
Just was that more a better ring to it. Well, all that dance trash that, that you listened was, to was was pretty yeah. much it all came out yeah. of well, it actually all came out of the New Jersey tunnel circuit, which is it was in New York. But well, the, orb is what, the orb is what gave it some texture, and the texture yeah. is the part that makes Goodness. you feel like you're original. Yeah, that made it sound like music <laughs> instead of death <laughs> death heroin. Okay, let's inject ourselves. Let's play. Well, actually, so the first one, yeah. up the, the first one is. <laughs> So what yeah, we're going to do is we're going to move from the heroin phase into the recovery phase. Right? So that's, that's where we're take, at. Let's, let's take a shot of whatever the fuck we're listening to. <laughs> we're losing it here. Malone, get off the microphone.
That's good. Well, it's not Welcome really live. We, 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 we published this afterwards, so I can edit out all the shit jokes of Joel, which is going to take a shit lot jokes. of work. I think that's keeping this podcast alive. I'm the defibrillator of this motherfucker. If you, could, boop, if, you could, if you could actually pronounce the word, that'd be Clear! Good. All day. Oh, my Lord. I'm never giving this guy more than two drinks in an hour. <laughs> this is only my sixth drink. Oh, my Lord. I can't even say sixth. Uh, six. That's six. All right, while it's I try and find the six, 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 I'm just trying to find six, the, six, the mute six. button on Joel's microphone. Six, no, six, don't. That drink. Okay, Dill, tell us about. Uh, well, Is that his name? I was been wondering it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. it's Dylan. Yeah, yeah that's his name. That's good. So uh, we had two tracks. Wade Garrett. Two tracks it was. Wade Garrett. Oh, nice. Thanks, Dalton. Appreciate it. Um, you can look those up throat rip I feel like throat rip Stu's coming. mom can look those up so she understands what we're talking about yep. Roadhouse great movie great so, movie. let's start arm wrestling now. don't get me started about Roadhouse yeah. that could be a whole podcast that is a whole in podcast itself that's a whole in itself. podcast yep. in itself the zen of Roadhouse so many truths so many home truths wow you get me started okay on before we go to any more we gotta calm down because if you get me started on Roadhouse we're gonna be here for the rest of the day yeah I gotta need a lot more songs yeah like mostly country wrestling. We can play whatever we want after we finish the podcast, but let's just. Uh, what were those last two? Let's tracks? just get through your bullshit <laughs> so, songs <laughs> first, and then play some good music when no one's listening. So, um, handbag house is not going on tonight. So the first track, I don't know how much I'm stretching on that one because uh, it came out in 1998, but the band formed in '93. They were the recording is Who a question Is that because no one wanted to listen to them? Because like nobody was interested years. except for me. <laughs> Who were they? Uh, that was Ice, and the album's Bad Blood, and the song was Devils. And I would suggest when you look, it, when your mom listens to that track, that she hears at the end the, the all the texture of that song is just this one sample that they just keep manipulating. Like they, they're slowing it down, they're speeding it up, they're revving it backwards and forwards, and it's just like it's it's really really nuts. Those are the sounds your mom's hear you know, when when she's in the bathtub. Oh dear! <laughs> That's what happens whenever I meet Stu's mom. iTunes are taking us off their servers right now. So, um, <laughs> right now, oh, so, all um, those years of hard work. Stu's mom sitting there damn. like, "Yes, I." If know you don't mind me about. saying, uh, I, I, I'm not putting this on Facebook. I'm not putting it on anything. <laughs> I personally find that track profound. I, I yeah. really think it's. Um, it's a, it, a lot of what I'm playing, I'm tr- at least what I think, is taking simple ideas and making them complex through uh, psychological twist rather than through, you know, musicality and production and all this sort of bullshit. Like Overproduction, yeah. 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 They call it like so, Kanye Westing now. Well, I'll yeah. tell you Kanye yeah. West some shit. Yeah. Yeah. You must have learned that from him. Pro Tools has Kardashian. Pro Tools has a lot of Kardashian. You just pump the tits up. You got to bleach that out. Right? Malfoy. But 
This so, is uh, and then second was, track. Second track was Orb, yeah. Yeah, the Orb. Uh, now for Joel, uh, because he's a battery baby, yeah, I want to let him know that uh, the Orb was come down music when people would go out clubbing in uh, London, right? So they would go out, they get really high party, and they'd then they come high, home and yeah. they want to be listening to tracks that would sort of put them in a dreamscape. So, so Prodigy would bring you up. Bed, the Orb would bring you. Thinking down. about more interesting things than I was never uh, a down guy. What's that? Yeah, I'm never a down guy. Yeah, I know. I never had the syndrome. You, you were still listening no, to Thriller when these guys the were like... Uh, <laughs> always on the up and up. Could always do math. Always understood people's emotions. Six times Gaged 12. Six times 12. I could do that shit. Yeah. I had that in me as a natural thing. You had six, you guys six 12 inches in you? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 more than that. That was just <laughs> so, a Friday. <laughs> So okay. that was the orb, and what, what song um, that's was off that? Orbis Territorum, which you know they they, they people uh, disregarded that album because it was more quite literally down to earth. It was like more jungle grooves and like uh, you know earthy samples and stuff like that. Uh, although I think it made it like ten times more human. And what, what's interesting about that track is like you can almost hear the the spaceships trying to get off the ground at the end, and then boom, it crashes. And then, like, it's back to like jungle sounds. It's, it's pretty. You forget, pretty, you forget how cool. much uh, the electronica scene of the UK took from like science fiction. They loved that period, you know, Orbital, Meat Beat Manifesto, the Orb. Meat Beat Manifesto, good yeah. one, man. They, they 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 really loved their science. They loved their science fiction. That takes me back to like. I've got everything they've ever made. Like Rat Cat, yeah. Like right. I'm like looking at little porn magazines on the bike track at the dump. <laughs> Joel, Big audio Joel. dynamite. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm, gag, I'm gagging great. this guy now. I'm gagging. Oh, great! <laughs> He's just throwing out names. He's gonna say Sonic Animation next or something like that. So, well, we we got uh, three to finish here. Either way, Dill. all classic tracks. All classic tracks. They were. Yeah. If you like dog Jam. So tell us. So tell, <laughs> so tell us about. Uh, we're gonna get. Go, are we gonna go straight to the finish here, aren't we? Well, here's what we got. We got. We got two more tracks that uh, I wanted to talk about. I had 13 tracks. Stu has said it's that's not allowed. <laughs> And that's okay. Pete um, would be because it was hard to get it down to twelve. So we're going to talk about the twelfth because uh, I'm going to play two more tracks. They're very brief. Okay. Then we'll have a chat. Then we're going to have a chat, and then we're going to fade out on the last track that I'm going to describe before we go into it. And, and people just can call just do whatever they want which, with that. Which you know? we're not going to tell you how long that last track is. Yes. It's your choice. To but it's fucking gotta, long. We'll talk about no, it. Hang on. Down. Hang on. We're going to. If you want to listen to it, that's okay. It's up to you. That's what I find. That's what's the best part. This. Because this if you journey. don't like this, this podcast, if you want to be friends with Dylan, people, you'll be if you don't like this podcast, if you don't, definitely you listen to the last don't track. listen to the last track because you'll hate the last track. But if you <laughs> identify with anything that's going on, this last track it will be the most important one that happens. <laughs> However, we got two more before we get there. Those three guys who are doing that physics prize, they'll be right into that last track. So, um, Sure. We're going to go slightly more commercial yeah. again. If you had back a bad to, relationship we're going to go with back mom, to stuff that's actually got radio end play end. and that has Boom. some... Gonna classic, classic. Yeah, we're going to go back to the classics. We're going to go back to the yeah. classics. One yeah. is like one of the best-selling albums of all time. Oh, sure. And another one is that Kanye yeah. West just recently disrespected, and that's one of the main reasons I'm playing it, because I think it's one of the most beautiful songs that's been made. Make a change for me. She don't understand the daisy We found different days 
Uh, Dylan, kick us off. Yeah. Man, that was some two very, very different tracks. There. Yeah, but in a way, sort of the same, I think. it's uh, Both terrible. Yeah, both, as Joel would say, both terrible. But both sort of <laughs> trance. Trust the pits. Both <laughs> trance. No judgment, Joel. Sorry. No, don't be sorry, man. This is what this is it's about. It's polarizing, right? Yeah, man. You didn't make anything if you didn't get an opinion. Yeah, that's well, that's the idea. My opinion doesn't matter. I'm not educated on it. I mean, I don't think it's art if everybody likes it. That's just called shit. Stuff, stuff, consume, chew, chew, eat shit, chew, eat shit. And that was definitely, uh, some of that was hard to consume. That second part, who was the second? So, well, the the second one was I Hate God. uh, Classic. Oh, I. Yeah. As in I See You. That's it. That's it. I Hate God. Tell me about uh, that. uh, They're actually one of the original Doom rock bands. They're from New Orleans. And, um... Man, they're mad. They're, they're, they're mad. The song's, it's off of the first album, and the name is Suffering, and then the song's called Shinobi. I think that's it some, like, like a video music game. I would make Shinobi? Yeah. How good a game was that? I've never played it. you never played Shinobi? But I've listened to it a lot. That was on uh, Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, I know Shinobi. Well, does Very it sound good, anything yeah. like that? Are they taking melodies from Shinobi? I've never, I've never Shinobi checked. was pretty silent assassin because he was a ninja. Mm. So I imagine he probably fired himself up with that kind of stuff. So therefore, didn't need to make. Well, noise. he also probably didn't have parents. That's why he was a shinobi warrior. He was a peasant in a yeah, farm. That's right. And people uh, who are lost, they gravitate towards this music, don't they? He led the uprising go, against gonna, the feudal what's lords. What's going to polarize me from everyone else? <laughs> Boom! That music does it just nicely. Classic Perfect. shinobi. And then the uh, first track was Tricky. And if you guys don't know Tricky, Tricky you just kill Clyde. yourself. Yeah. So that was, this is the B-side. This is Nearly God. He released an album called, uh, under the name Nearly God. It does, it's not called Tricky. And he worked with Bjork and like all these crazy musicians. And uh, it's all B-sides that didn't make it to that album. So yeah. you tell me, Yeezy so he's from Massive Attack. from all of the, this whole God thing. I feel like Kanye's stealing from these guys. Kanye, Kanye, Kanye wasn't even he's like, like so he's you know a, Kanye West hardcore. Kanye West his mom was like uh, you know he talks about all this hardcore shit his mom was a university professor he failed out of school his mom got him into the college he was in his mom paid for his first recording time you know he's such a uh, like a mama's boy so and, and everybody he's sitting here talking about mama? what's that that you he talks about him and his mama in the you whole van like you know, moving like they're like poor as shit. Yeah, poor as shit. Moving to university Kanye teacher. Lied to me. You know? He's they're been they're, lying to you the whole time, man. And his uh, and his dad's uh, nah, a tertiary yeah. educated too, isn't he? What's that? His dad's a tertiary educated too, isn't he? I'm not sure about his dad. Yeah. Yeah. I well, either way, I'm not here to talk okay, about Kanye. Okay, yeah, I'm not sorry. really into. Well, I, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I, if I get a thirteenth track, we'll find out. We're we're, we're negotiating yes. right now, but um, but I got Beck at the end, and you can hear why. I hate Kanye West now. I didn't hate Kanye before, Ooh. but now he's disrespected now Beck. He's- and I'll, it, and it's you know you don't need to love Beck's music. You could think his music sucks, but if you don't think it's a beautiful song when you when you hear it, yep. then you just you're not alive. Just just kill yourself because you, you're not gonna die. You just made a metal. There you go. Either way, strong words there. From, I, I, I like Kanye West, but I like Beck more. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's, I was surprised by that. I want to pick you as a big man. Sure. So I hate God. One of the songs I clipped from this session because I could do it, just there's too many. Was Kiss It Goodbye. So Kiss It Goodbye is a local New York band that ended up moving out to Seattle and blah blah blah. You could talk about them all day. Um, and uh, so they opened up for this band I Hate God, and they were playing at CBGBs. Everyone knows CBGBs yeah, yeah. now; it's closed down. And um, so we're all dancing the 
kiss goodbye and dancing it, to this music isn't dancing it's 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 basically fist fights right so and there's all these squatters there and all this whatever it's just like it's just a mad scene so there's this one squatter who was just like doing stupid shit in the middle like i don't know what he was doing I, by the way i'm making right. i'm making some like weird moves so like you know we're just running by him we're just punching him in the face and like kicking him or something like you know whatever's going yeah. on and um and he pulls out this uh butterfly knife right what and he starts fuck? like flipping it around right and like like it was like in a gang like saying like come on come on come on so like we're just keep so running again, around and we keep, from michael jackson baited right Classic. yeah exactly yeah, so we keep running around him and we just keep like hitting him and punching him yeah. whatever the fuck because we, we were just derelicts at the time like really really foul derelicts so um so and at the, there was like 19 of us i don't know how what the hell was so you know this it was really safe so i'm being honest like i was a dick you know i was being i'm being honest uh, safety in numbers yeah the, and that's, and that's real dick shit that was young dick shit so one of you had a butter knife no no there's no, no, some guy it's, it's with, like, not a butter knife like a butterfly no butterfly knife, knife. Right. yeah okay. i don't know okay. maybe okay. maybe cut butter with it i don't yeah. know but it was a butterfly knife so <laughs> I think that's where the name comes from so at the end of the show Jada who's never listening to this because the only person listening to this podcast is Stu's mom <laughs> so, Stu's mom so, she gave up but if Jada if, if Jada ever comes across this for whatever reason an old girlfriend oh, of Keith you, my good friend Keith yeah. from home blah 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 like so this, uh, this girl who apparently this guy with the butterfly knife had a squatter girlfriend and so at the end of because she was laughing while we were doing all this she was just like sort of like laughing and pointing at the guy and she thought it was really funny so this girl came up to her at the end of the set punched her square in the face she falls down and grabs her hair and gets her in between her legs and just is kicking her face right I, there's nothing we could do we're like trying to pull them away we're pulling at the girl's head we're just like yeah, stretching it's away it's also really fun to watch so by the time Jada got up her face was like she looked like a baboon like like no joke her like face was like this Bruised big and whatever and she's crying she's like she's like oh my god like look at my face she knew it she was feeling her face she knew how big it was and um and uh she stayed to see I Hate God after we did some shots at the bar what? Yeah, man. Like it was. It was. What a bad. It was hardcore, man. It was really hardcore. And now she's like married with kids. She's like. She's like. Nicolette, and that's. She's lovely. Hardcore, now, by man. Way. Hardcore shit. She did so, in injuries. Yeah. So I hate God was like. It was. Uh, I didn't, like. I wasn't just into dark music like that, but uh, it, it's like a form of religion. The way it's like. I remember driving. Like being in my friend Ted's car that had no brakes, and we'd be driving on the highway, like, you know, like doing 75, 85 miles an hour, just like going straight. The car has no brakes, and we're just listening to this and like life moving in slow motion, like, because like you're just like this, like nothing's registering. And so it was like, it was like pure religion, man. So, can you relate to any of this? Are you like blown away? I feel like you are, because the worst thing you've probably done is what have you done? Like a footy trip, ordered some funny drive through at McDonald's, said some funny shit. <laughs> Try to pretend the thing with intercom was broken. Oh, have a. Uh, 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 That's it. Uh, 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 is, that, is that the maximum of you? This I remember motherfucker being, drove down a highway with no brakes. What have you done, Stu? <laughs> what have you done with your life? Yeah, so they stopped this car. What we used to have to do is you'd have to downshift. It was an automatic, right? Yeah. You'd have to downshift it to second. It was like jerk to yeah. like a close. You downshift it to first. <laughs> it would jerk again. And then you pull on the emergency brake. That's how you had to stop the car every single time. Yeah. Whether it was at a red light, like when you wanted to park it. Yeah, and that's pretty, it that's pretty yeah. much the way life was running yeah. at that point. That was I hate God. So I, don't worry, I'll move away from the mic, man. I'm clipping. Yeah, yeah, you just get nervous. Get, I don't no, want to no. make him nervous. That's all good. It's so, all good. Uh, so then there's another, like a second I hate God story. Is I remember my friend Ted, who at the time was a Krishna. 
He was like a, a devout Krishna. Go, uh, this is a whole other yeah, thing. Because, you know, it's funny. Rage Against the Machine, which you're listening to before, his, uh, Zach uh, De La Rocha's, De La Rocha. uh, original band was Inside yeah. Out. And this guy, Vic DiCario, I don't remember his last name, was a Krishna. He was in a, essentially a Krishna band before he went into... The Krishna is just the chanting, Before he right? went into keep, uh, Rage Against the Machine. The chanting is the essence of it. Like, you get in this, like, a... Uh, Meditation. Well, yeah, they chant. chant. They chant. Yeah, they chant. They meditate. And you get a bunch of earrings. You just yeah. you still got. <laughs> they got a lot of beads. They got Dylan a lot of beads. Dylan has three earrings. So and a lot less hair. One of my uh, my friend it was that he went to George Washington University. He failed that after like three weeks or some shit. So, but but one of the frat guys was giving him a hard time. They were like, "Oh, Krishna, whatever, go home, Krishna." Like he's a roommate. So we drove up three. Me and two of my friends drove up to DC to go, like pummel, straighten him up. And we were listening to I He Got. I remember, like on the belt part, there was like stop traffic. It was like the like the hot as hell, and we just like smoked tons of weed. And like I remember just listening to I He Got, like just waiting, like in this car parked in like traffic, just waiting to go up to kill this guy. But we ended up not killing him. Dude, how has no one made a movie about this life of yours? Like no. I, I don't have, I don't have. People this. have, and there are movies out there. Yeah, There's probably better movies than my life. No, there. no, this is this is <laughs> every every story is is uh, is worth being told. It's a matter of how good you can tell it. Well, on that note, let's tell a story about the alcohol that we're consuming. Here's a uh, Boona Haven Scotch. Not sponsored, by the way. Not it's sponsored. not sponsored. Unf- this is actually un- just unfortunately because not sponsored. we're enjoying well, it. The day will come. We're the enjoying it. Very well, unfortunately no, the day not, will, well, it's not, about day not sponsored we're by Boona Haven. Boona Haven. Boona Haven. And uh, I've been trying if to say this. If, if you ask why are these guys trying to pronounce it. Boona Haven. Boona Haven. Sounds German, from the Isle of Islay. Again, another one of the uh, strongest scotches from the West Coast. That's in Scotland. Did you say that? Because I don't think anyone knows that. No one's going to Google it. It's a given that scotch is from Scotland. (laughs) Bunkaida Hayen. Classic (laughs) Unless you want to, you could count some scotches from other places, but you know, over here, well, generally uh, in the scotch sessions, most of ours come from Scotland. So I'm genuinely going to say that this is not by design. This is just by coincidence. The next set of tracks, ex- with the exception of one, are all going to move toward Joel. So that because it, it's going to make him happy, and I like Wait. making ha- Joel. I feel like happy. it's giving you kids in the block now. No, no, no. Yeah, it's probably because we're going to start getting into <laughs> a bit really more trip hop, and then we're going to start getting into some yeah. rap. Yeah. And you know what's important that we're talking Hang about? Hang Like that, mm. so, so talking about Tricky, that first track. Yeah. You know, he uh, he was working with Wu Tang at the same time as this. You know, and he was doing work with, with Great Grave Diggers, which is coming, and um, which is Wu Tang's like sort of like yeah, drug induced, yep. like weird shit. And um, and like he was doing like some really bizarre stuff with them. So like this is what I'm talking about. Like all genres crossing, everybody just overlapping and doing some like. Crazy shit, crazy stuff. It's, it's good. It's a good time. Creative collaboration. Knock, knock. knock on the time. door. Let's All put right. on some tracks and answer the door. On that note. Breathing life like fire I thought I was 
doors are shut. We're back on. Dill, lovely last track there. Beck. Beck Ramshackle. Ramshackle. Off Odelay, yeah. Off Odelay. And that track... Uh, for the, trying to have a baby this year, and I feel like that's the one to that do it. It could be. That's it the one be. I'm going to put in the background. If you climaxed yeah. right during that... I mean, it's going to be right like during one that, of those wireless bridge, boost stereos. You, know? you didn't have quite the endurance for that kind of track, I don't oh. think. Oh. How long does it go for? Three, four minutes? Yeah. Oh, that's way, way too long. That's I was. You're looking more for a Sex Pistols track. Sex yeah, Pistols, yeah. a minute ten. Oh, more a minute good. ten, yeah. you'll be fine. Bang on. Maggie, two noodle, Bang two minute noodles, on. right here. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, you and your mum been texting. So yeah, we got uh, Beck Ramshackle off Odelay, and that uh, for the people, for the purists, they'll say, "Oh, Beck's 1995," and I'll say, "Odelay was recorded in 1993." I like how you think it's purists listening to this and, podcast. And uh, was carried. It's amazing. So Stu's mom, when she looks up Odelay and. Um, <laughs> And Ramshackle, she she has to keep reading through the history because she's gonna be like, "That's 1995, you son of a bitch!" And I'm gonna say, yeah, "No, no, no, keep that often. reading. Yeah. Look a little, dig a little deeper. You'll see that that was recorded for uh, Beck's grandfather, who passed, I believe, in '93. And uh, he recorded that along with three other tracks that uh, were not included on any of the original recordings that he made in uh, during. Uh, What's the song called? Loser. Uh, that, that, whatever. Yeah, Loser. That was it's strange that a song like Loser made Beck, mm. yet it's so far from the rest of his music. Absolutely. But hang on. It's the same with Radiohead. Same yeah. Thing. Yeah, true. Well, what, 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 same. In what way? But yes, but I want to hear from you in Sorry. what way. Well, Thanks. I think it's the, it's, it's the only, I guess, pop song that made it to the, uh, the, 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 the generation that was listening to them that said, yes, I feel like this touches... The, the void of why I feel a little bit depressed, mm. a little bit like why I'm, I'm feeling deflated. I have nothing going for me. So I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, assimilate to this idea, but they're still, well, their music's so much more complicated than that. And yeah. it trivialized it, yeah. which I find ironic because they're way better than that. Yeah. But you still need one track that kind of captures the mind. You've got people. to get the attention first, That's right. right? To get your and point I don't across, think they intentionally the did it, but they still did it. And whether that was on purpose or not is irrelevant, but it did it. I doubt it's on purpose. I think it was just their arc. It, it was. Yeah. It was yeah. the arc, right? There's the bell curve. Yeah. yeah. Radiohead's a good one because they're. If if we were doing a proper Scotch session where I only had ten songs to select and over, they had over to time. define me over the entirety of time, Radiohead would definitely have at least one, if not three. That's Go a lot figure. Of tracks. That's why that's an impossible task. Yeah. But Celebi. What years were we in? 93, 94? What's that? We're 93, 94, 94, yeah. We're 93, 94 93. running into the winter of 90, uh, to this, the beginning of 95. But, you know, we're pretty much 93, Northern Hemisphere, remember? Yeah. Other yeah. way around. Yeah. So, and then so if you're born in 95, sorry, listen up. Yeah. You Soundgarden. Get some education. It was the other Soundgarden. track, 4th of July, yeah. which, so I'm two which weeks should ago. have closed Spoon up. Man. That should have closed up. Uh, super unknown except then they had Suicide which is an equally good track except it's not as good as a finisher as 4th of July 4th of July should have been the last song on that album for my money but say la vie again you didn't have any money so you I didn't have any like, money like, so I, I, I could only down. pay for the that amount of songs on the album so I thought Couldn't that was it. the last last song fair enough it was on uh, tape your version anyway wasn't it you, you had to burn it off someone on the tape player oh no 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 I no. bought it from iTunes man I'm fucking what? rolling in cash I could buy what? I could buy whatever I want 
thought you were going to tell me you still had it on metal tape. <laughs> when you say cash, you on the metal tape, I think that one was a buck. I think that was a buck twenty-nine. Do you remember when you used to set it to extra high grade? Oh, and you had to pay sure. extra for metal tape. I only go high-end iTunes. I don't buy it if it's less than a dollar twenty-nine cents. That's that's how I roll. I saw you coming. And yeah, I remember just. Fourth of July, Soundgarden. I just remember that summer, we for about a week, we had this giant green ball during the Fourth of July holiday. I had one of them And we once. carried around this uh, gallons of gasoline. And we used to just douse this ball in gasoline and we'd light it on fire and we'd just too. roll it. And it would just like set everything on fire in front of it, like in, in behind it. You just roll and just set fire. So we were doing that. We'd take it to the beach and just like rolling this fireball around at night. It was pretty cool. Jesus. Yeah. I feel what so were you doing on the Fourth of July every year? This is like our twenty sixteen. I was probably I was probably trying trying to work out what rugby game I had to get to next. Well I'll say this guys, you guys got a Fourth of July as compared to Anzac Day. Anzac Day is the best holiday on planet Earth. Two full up. stop. Well two up full stop. Ha- high five. Uh, hang on, hang on. The whole experience of getting wasted it. and gambling with complete strangers inside of a pit is my wet dream. But this is the no. I'm gonna get real. Just screaming at the hottest no. girl in the world next to you, being like pointing at no. your ass. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks, and just holding twenty in front of her face is. She like, takes it. That's amazing. It's just amazing. Everyone's so, friends at the so end. You Everyone's saw, friends. You've gone to fight in a war and you've died, and the the most the best memory your legacy is rich Americans betting in a circle. Playing two up is, is well. That Americans and in Australia, yeah, that's well, like so this is the thing. in the face. That's why everyone's getting up in arms about. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, at least I think, they are. I think it's this is the problem. I'm at least, honoring, at least it's not the they've, they've taken away the the fact that if Anzac Day falls on a Saturday or Sunday, oh, here we go. We're doing it again. A, We're doing it again. I'm giving you a little, giving you a little skinny mustache there. That's what these fingers are under that's my a, nose. That's a thing now. Yeah, man. You should get them all out of the country. You should get them all out of the country. You should get them all out. Just get them all out, and you guys can just sit here playing footy by yourselves. It'll be perfect. I love gambling, and I love drinking, <laughs> and I love Australian people, and I hate Americans, and I wish they were in that war, but they weren't. Oh, but, we weren't in that war, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. you can suck my balls. Yeah, we, we weren't interested in taking over Turkey. Yeah. We were interested well, in things that have you actually had value. Turkey is How many the best, good kebabs? by the way. Good and kebabs. guess what? What are you having 4th of July? I'm pretty sure you eat some fucking turkey. <laughs> and you share with some American Indians. So, ipso facto, she comes round. Checkmate, checkmate. Boom. Yeah. There you, you go. Right? You got me. I see right? what, I see so everything's mean. connected, Dylan. Yes. And I want you to understand. Didn't Justin Timberlake write a song about this? I'm pretty positive. It's just... It was his third hit on the third album. Anzac Day. I think he was with Beyonce, Beyonce and JT. About, they, they made the song. They fought for freedom. It was about not Anzac about Day, 4th of July. Right, Jai Jai guys, I think okay, the song fine. was called Jai Hit Jai the 150 decibel right. mark anyway, here. I'm gonna, let's I'm hear gonna... more of Dylan's garbage music. <laughs> there, because um, my balls are getting hard. So, and that's bad. We should make them soft again with some of his music. God. Why do your balls get hard? Maloney. You should talk to a doctor. I don't know. I really don't know. Why I, I do this to myself? This is just ridiculous. So um, yeah, most girls ask that about this. So, so <laughs> no girls listen. Uh, my anyway. friend had one ball that was bigger than the other. We used to call it the Geiger ball because it had all these extra veins wrapped around it and it looked like a HR Geiger sketch. I got pictures. On that note, what's the uh, what's the last track so, here we're leaving? So I got I got First, I want to say thank you to the Scotch Sessions and to uh, Stu's mom, and to Stu, who um, allowed me to play 
13 tracks in total. Now, we've been through 12. This is going to be the last track. This is the hardest listen, but I had to include it because <laughs> it's the, the most... the one? Yes, by miles. Shit me? But this... <laughs> Jesus. But it's the most important one. This it's is not a band, top 40. Um, it's not top 40, Joel. I'll tell you that now. This is a, a band called Iceburn, which most people would not know anything about. Everyone on this show knows. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think Stu's mom might have one or two Iceburn albums, but She's probably not this one. She's record right now. So, um, sitting there right next to the uh, the platters. <laughs> I gotta say, it's not my favorite music any longer, but it's by far, by miles, the most important music that I've ever listened to. In terms of it just broke my brain off into so many different branches of different types of music that I wanted to listen to. And at the time, I was pretty fixated on, uh, you know... Uh, t- some classical Cross, roots from, boys, from you know just, just anything that would allow me to get blow jobs. Too. I get it, Joel. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But lycra, yeah, whatever. I could just get fluoro, <laughs> get get esoteric on. Exactly, feel it. But it um get noticed. But it was important because it allowed it allowed it trained my brain to spork into a lot of different things. The album is yeah. called Hyphestus, God of it's the God of Fire. Um, Everyone knows God that. of creation, God of creativity. Uh, this is the God who made all of the weapons. Yeah. Uh, I believe Sher gave birth to him. Formed it's anything between art and war. Yeah, I think Hyphestus would be responsible for. But um, it's a 79-minute album. The music doesn't stop once, and it's a. It's I guess the best thing to call it is fusion. But who knows what that is? It doesn't have any electronic at all. So Joel would probably step Ooh. out immediately. And you still call it music? Yeah. There's no 4-4 yeah. four four in there. Uh, oh, and there's no 4-4. Four four. Oh. There's not any 4-4 four we'll four anywhere. We'll give it a go. So, um, and I promised that Joel and I were going to sit next to the speaker and I'm going to torture him all the way through this song to explain yeah. what yeah, it is. So this is the ear. last movement um, of the album. There's four songs that have probably a dozen movements each. And uh, this song is called Blacksmith. And we're going to end on this. We're not going to have any more talk after this because, uh, as we said, if Stu's mom hasn't liked anything that I've played so far, she should probably tune out for this My mom's segment. a diehard. She'll go through all the way. Yeah, she, yeah, she loves, she's hardcore. She's I've like, seen her, I've she seen her says, go through Joel, a lot shoot the stuff, glass. man. She might, believe, the glass. In my, she might yeah. believe the pursuits, but she, she follows them through. She's yeah. like, you know, I'll support him all the way. But so, uh, Dylan, I, you're all there. I was uh, going to see some hardcore music, like you know, like a New York hardcore music at the Tilt in New York, um, and Revelation Records was having a release party, and uh, I accidentally saw this band, and I could say it was one of the most profound live music experiences I've ever seen. This guy just a- attacks the guitar. He treat it, this guitar is like a weapon that's fighting against him. The way he plays this, and um, and. By the end of this song, which is the one that captured me the most, he was just literally running like from one side of the stage to the other, just hurling himself into whatever equipment was there, and he'd just like pick himself back up. And you'll hear when you're hearing the music how this could happen because you'd say, "How is he playing music?" Like during this part, it will make sense when you're hearing this part, and and just like side to side, just and, and until the music died off, and like they all just walked off stage like zombies, and like like people didn't know like if they should clap. They're like. They were, I guess that was. Uh, I guess they thought the set was. They didn't know what was going on. It, it was just extremely profound. I wish I was so, that cool. um, so if we get even an iota of that, if you even grab a portion song. of it, you'll want to listen to the whole album yeah. and give it another chance. And then you probably by the third listen, you'll be like, "This is deep shit." All right. On that note, deep shit has been served. By Dave He's Farrell. the smooth criminal. 
deal. Oh, please, Rock. please, give me another sentence to take it away from no, fucking it. Michael that's Jackson fan here, number one. Play it out. Ready to run YouTube when you're ready. Yeah, yeah.
soul struggles The deaf soul strains for 